0: Ty.
1: Hello, folks. Welcome back to the podcast.
0: It's Wildcat Minute, where we talk about High School Musical 2 one minute at a time. I'm
1: Condra. And I'm Tyler.
0: And today we're talking about Minute 64 of High School
1: Musical 2. Will you still need me? Will you still feed me? Minute 64.
0: Minute 64 starts out with Chad turning to Ryan and say, hey, look, and (laughs) ends with Ryan singing that... He will show that it's one and the same.
1: Wow, such a meaningful lyric!
0: Indeed, I mean, more meaningful than "Hey, batter, 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 swing."
1: <laughs> what do you mean? That's that's impugned with meaning beyond any comprehension. So, we got we got some we got some yep. baseball in going in this minute. Yep. we're gonna we're gonna get to it. We're wrapping up the conversation about the whole ryan directing the talent show thing
0: and chad basically puts his foot down and he's like if you're here to play baseball grab a mitt but i don't dance
1: it's such a non sequitur like i don't understand
0: oh no (laughs) it's super clunky
1: you're like why why is this what chad said he could have said like yeah maybe we'll do your talent show but if you want us to do your thing, you better do our thing like
0: yeah that's some what sort he's of that's like what he's
1: meaning but he's not like saying it like he just like jumped into like they like skipped a couple lines of dialogue. <laughs>
0: it's like yo Corbin, you missed some lines. And it was a good take. <laughs> we'll just keep it
1: or they just they did the lines but they just edited them out.
0: yeah it's I mean it's not a bad line though. it's very chad
1: i don't know yeah he says you want to play ball then grab a mitt and then ryan says you don't think dancing takes some game yeah and chad i don't just chad say anything here does he just kind of laugh i think that he out?
0: just like throws the bat and is like it's time to figure out who's playing
1: let's get down to business yeah so somebody does the thing where they throw the bat in the air and then Shad catches the bat and then you do like the hand over hand thing and then whoever gets their palm on the top of the bat wins.
0: Yeah, instead of like a, a flipping coin
1: situation. I've never understood this logically. Like you want to be the person who does your hand at the top, but you like don't want to take up like that amount of space with your hand. Sometimes people do like the scissor thing where like if there isn't enough room for your whole fist, you do like a scissor of your hand. Mm hmm. And that holds the bat up to, to like to like just a slightly smaller amount, but they don't do this in this time. Chad just does his whole hand right under the the butt of the bat, such that Ryan is allowed to just put and, his hand right on top. Yeah, just like, palms it. Chad did a bad job. <laughs>
0: Maybe. and then they're all
1: impressed at Ryan. It's like, no, Ryan, you like you messed it up. You gave it away. <laughs>
0: Maybe this is the underlying flirting that they're going with.
1: Yeah, so I guess we can talk about that. So <laughs> many people, many people across the land have found a subtext in this scene wherein there's the sort of rivalry and tension between Chad and Ryan, which there certainly is, whether it's meant to be like romantic or sexual tension is Up in the air, because this is a very, um...
0: Whitewashed?
1: Well, not whitewashed, just like, um...
0: Straight-laced?
1: Straight-laced, yeah. I was just gonna say, like, it's a very chaste movie as a whole, like, and and as a DCOM should be. Like, there shouldn't be, like, anything that palpable in a movie for 70-year-olds, per se.
0: But, like, Ryan could have been gay.
1: No, yeah, yeah. (gasps) for sure.
0: Uh, but like, yeah.
1: And I'm not trying to say that like like it shouldn't be more because I, the the movie would be better if it were. But like, it's okay if a decom is utterly sexless because that's how it that's how it be.
0: <laughs> I equate this interaction to folks that ship Draco and Harry in in the Harry <laughs> Potter franchises with the scared Potter when they're dueling. Um, you
1: wish, yeah.
0: It's very reminiscent of that.
1: Yeah, y- yeah, you're right, and it, and it's fun. It's fun when fans start to read into things like this scene and make it something extra textual.
0: Yeah, it I gives think ownership that's that, to the audience. Yeah,
1: a and, and and, and it's a, it's a benefit for everyone because it adds layers to the movie that the movie clearly doesn't have. Yeah, <laughs> like the movie is chased to a fault.
0: Yeah, That's they haven't like, even kissed yet.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so it makes not, it 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 makes right. it more fun for the audience to engage in.
0: Sorry, I just realized we were talking about Ryan and Chad. Unfortunately, <laughs> obviously, they haven't kissed yet. I was referring to Troy and Gabriella. <laughs> Troy, I,
1: I knew what you meant. But
0: <laughs> I needed to clarify for the audience at home.
1: <laughs> if this baseball scene doesn't end with a sloppy wet kiss. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so... Ryan, after winning, he first of all takes the opportunity to like figure out who's going to be the home team from. Yeah, the, the, the whole like putting captain. your hand on the
1: bat, the the, <laughs> the whole putting your hand on the bat thing. Like, yeah, there's this other Lava Springs player who's like jumping up behind like this is supposed to be me. And, and Ryan just like grabs it out of the blue. And the guy's like, OK, ooh. I guess I'm not doing this.
0: And the Wildcats <laughs> are all like, ooh. it's like
1: (laughs) Like Ryan was standing right there. And it makes sense that Ryan would like play for the the Lava Springs team and not the East High team. Yeah. One, because of like the opposition set out here at the beginning between him and Chad and just the the whole idea that like he kind of is more at home at Lava Springs than he is at East High.
0: Mm -hmm. Definitely. And not only does Ryan one up the captain, he also one ups the pitcher.
1: Yeah, well, Ryan said, we want a pitcher, not a belly itcher. And that other guy was clearly a belly itcher.
0: Oh, okay. I I must have missed him say that.
1: No, he didn't. I
0: know, I know. I'm kidding, Tyler. (laughs) No, it's just like, hey, pitcher, give me the ball. And it's like, dude, you haven't warmed up.
1: I'm going to start pitching in my dress pants, bright white shirt, and non-baseball hat.
0: (laughs) Newsboy cap. With no warm up.
1: Hold on. We didn't talk about after what like while Ryan and Chad are still like fighting at home plate. Mm -hmm. Ryan does this thing where he like does thumbs in pockets and like that little lean back and forth. He's so (laughs) cool and flirty. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, yeah, he's very nonchalant about like, well, because I guess later we realize, well, in this minute, we're, we're supposed to intuit that Ryan is secretly good at baseball And so the cockiness that he is coming into this game with, Chad doesn't understand. So Ryan is allowed to be very chill about it. And Chad's like, oh, we're going to get him. We're going to show that quote unquote sissy that we know how to play ball and he doesn't.
0: Yeah, it's interesting that Ryan just kind of he melts into the scene and like becomes kind of the star, which is really refreshing.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, especially for what this scene becomes, which is like the sports song of the movie.
0: Sport song, folks.
1: So in the previous movie, we had get your head in the game, and that—I mean, I'm calling it now—get your head in the game seems like a more interesting scene, and at least the opening bit where there's like the basketball shoes and the squeaks and mm. the balls. Yeah, that that is a more interesting song premise than what we get at the beginning of this minute here. The, best, the rest of the minute, the rest of the song might play out and actually be better than get your head in the game. Cause I forgot that in the middle, it becomes very bad and weird. <laughs> um, but for, for at least for the, the beginning, they're like, okay, let's play ball. And then everyone starts running around and the music kicks in and then everybody starts saying, Hey, batter, batter, Hey, batter, batter swing. Chad says, I got to just do my thing, which is like, I don't know. It's so weird.
0: And yeah, they're just like hyping themselves up the the infields throwing grounders and just warming up the, the throw across the diamond. Ryan is kicking up his leg to do a practice pitch and off of
1: the off of the flat mound off of, of a the softball flat mound field.
0: Of a softball field.
1: <laughs> yep. Do they and, have ninety foot bases or are they sixty no, foot bases?
0: It's probably 60- sixty <laughs> I mean, it's definitely not the the sixty feet for your mound either. Cause, because uh, softball plays with a 40-foot mound.
1: Yeah, 60 feet, 6 inches, Chandra.
0: <laughs> so I'm going to introduce the song real quick. So we are introduced to the song, I Don't Dance, which-
1: Oh, yeah, that was a line earlier. Yeah, we need to talk the, about that.
0: Yeah, that was the line. We, we kind of talked about yeah. it already.
1: R- Ryan says, D- you don't think dancing takes some game? And that's when no. Chad says-
0: Oh, Ryan says, "Grab a mitt."
1: Oh no, no, no! You're right, you're right, you're right. I was like, "No." Chad says, "You want to play ball, then grab a mitt." But <laughs> I, I don't, don't dance exactly, and it's it's weird that that doesn't like kick off the song. I it, they know. could have changed it around so they so that it did.
0: Absolutely, that line would have been perfect. Right, like right before they toss up the bat, that would have been the place to toss the bat.
1: Yeah, and then and then, and then silent, like the song starts hand. with your like little intro. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Silent to do the hands and then Ryan takes the ball from the pitcher and hey batter batter hey batter batter swing.
1: And this movie is not above just like having someone say the title of a song at the beginning of the song.
0: No. <laughs> N- not at all. <laughs> Summer. Summer. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What, uh, does Sharpay say fabulous, like right at the beginning of fabulous? I
0: don't think so.
1: Okay. It's just kind of implied. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Continue, please. So
0: the song is written by Matthew Gerrard and Robbie Neville, our old friends, who did What Time Is It? and Breaking Free. They, they, they're, they're the normal guys. You all know who they are. And it was produced by Matthew Gerrard. And then the IMDb credit has it being performed by Corbin Blue and Lucas Grabeel. But listed them both as uncredited for the song. So,
1: okay. Was there anything interesting about like? Did this song chart at all, or is this song like?
0: I don't think so.
1: I get. I guess summer. Summer time. What, what time, time, time is, is it? it? Would have been the single like, like the fun radio song from this movie. Because this song feels a little bit more plotty. Not plotty because it's not advancing the plot forward at all. <laughs> But it seems like when you're like, you know, that a musical number that that is like specific to like the characters in the scene that you're like, I guess this must be fun in the context of the musical. But it doesn't play on the radio Actually, like Summertime does.
0: Actually, so it did. It debuted on the Billboard Hot 100 at number 74 and it reached the highest it ever reached was 70 in the United States. <laughs>
1: Okay, so, yeah, it's not as popular as the big song from the movie, but on there. Yeah. So, yeah, Ryan Ryan is taking over, he's pitching, and Chad is the leadoff batter, presumably.
0: Hold up, hold up, hold up. I just found out the best trivia fact about this song. It was named the official theme song for the 2007 Little League World Series. i love it
1: so much (laughs) every other year it's put me in coach that one year one (laughs) year they're like we need to try something new everyone hated it and then we're like okay we're never changing again
0: yeah so
1: yeah that i do like that thing of like kids movie songs that are like that they like really try to make universal
0: mm -hmm. because sometimes it does work (laughs) that justin timberlake song that the one from Trolls?
1: Happy? No. No. No, that's Pharrell, but that that's... was the same thing.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I don't remember. I don't remember the name of that Justin Timberlake <laughs> song though.
0: Sunshine in my pocket. Can't stop the feeling. Nope.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I my hot take on that song was like the first forty five seconds of it are good, and then after the first chorus, it just becomes bad.
0: Okay. So.
1: <laughs> yes, we can just move on. That's yeah. fine.
0: So batter, battery. <laughs> So,
1: so what's our lineup looking like? Chad's the leadoff. Chad's off.
0: leadoff, which makes sense. He's quick. He's speedy. He's a speedy lad. Honestly, I bet the center is either number four or five if he's here. The unnamed center position.
1: Okay. I mean, we only know. Yeah, we only know yeah, three of three them. of them. Oh, hold on. Hold on. We have we have four actually. We have Chad, Zeke, and Jason, and then we have the choreographer oh, Charles that's Klapow. Right.
0: Kla- <laughs> Charles what Gopal would be a just... solid two, and he's probably either right or center field.
1: Okay. I was thinking second base because he's kind of tiny.
0: Mm. Jason.
1: Jason is second base? Jason Jason seems like he's got to be solid right field. Like Is he Jason, solid we're right glad field? We're glad you're here, buddy, but we're putting you in the least, <laughs> least important position.
0: <laughs> I could see Zeke being first.
1: Is Chad shortstop?
0: I can't say. Or is Chad pitcher? I can. What if Jason was the like catcher? Quest- oh, Jason as catcher would be good.
1: That yeah. <laughs> Which is weird because like catcher is like a a role that you have to be very smart for and it would be interesting if Jason was like very good at that, but
0: mm-hmm.
1: the rest of his characterization is kind of like lost in space, yeah.
0: Yeah. So we end the we end the minute with Ryan's line, "I'll show you that it's one and the same."
1: I bet the the word that's going to rhyme with that is game.
0: Oh. <laughs> May have not
1: just because the subtitles popped up I don't remember what the <laughs> subtitles said
0: <laughs> but what I was thinking it might be fun what are some other things that are one and the same
1: um lo- loving and losing
0: hmm <laughs> <laughs> so deep Tyler so deep <laughs>
1: What is grief but love persevering, Condra? That's what I have now.
0: Just
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> no, yeah, things that are one and the same. Do they have the to rhyme with game? Did no. They, oh, could be, could be fame. Fame. No. All right, yeah, things that are one in the same. Same. Do you do you have any? I, I said one.
0: I've been trying to think of a food one that's not a spicy take.
1: Like quesadillas and grilled cheeses.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, like, pita and um, flatbread, but I was like, eh. <laughs> Yeah,
1: well, what's the difference between all those flatbreads? I don't understand. What's non?
0: Ingredients. That's what makes them different. But we also One have a decom the of the week segment, so I don't want to linger too long on a flat joke.
1: <laughs> I-, I was going to say, like, those movies that come out and they're the exact same, like, um, Friends with Benefits and No Strings Attached.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> anyway. Uh-
0: so Tyler is in charge of this week's Decom of the Week segment, and I think I'm getting subjected to a book adaptation, but I'm about yes. to find out.
1: Yes, Chandra. Um, Yeah, you know, we vary what type of Decom game activity thing we do here, and I haven't had the time to write a Mad Lib for a while, so I went with something easier. Um, I'm going to challenge you to adapt a book to the screen. Cool So the the book we're going to be talking about is the Elizabeth Winthrop novel, The Castle in the Attic. Do you do you Ooh, remember that boy. one? Oh <laughs>
0: boy, that is that is a heckin' throwback. I think I read that. When Came I was, like, out in died. like
1: 1985. Yeah, it's yeah. like
0: it was like a very old children's book when I used to work downstairs, and it never went out, but we still kept it because it's a classic.
1: Yeah, and it? and it is a, it is a classic, and it's certainly less problematic than its similar uh, titled the comrade, the Indian in the cupboard.
0: <laughs> okay, that was what I was going to say. I'm like, if I'm remembering correctly, it's a magical toy castle in the attic of I think it's three children. And like the the people in it come to life. But it's not like the magic attic club where they get transported into the world. Or maybe they do. You're gonna give me a very brief, like two sentence synopsis though, so I know where to run.
1: Yeah, so there's this young boy named William who gets a toy like a realistic looking toy castle set from this maid servant type lady. I don't know why I used that word. Housekeeper. That's the that's the there word. we go, Mrs. Phillips, who says this castle's been in my family, and she gives it to him to play with, and it's in the attic, and there's this lead figure of a knight, and that lead figure somehow comes to life in the castle, and William doesn't want to give up the castle, so he shrinks Mrs. Phillips to stay, so that she can't take it away, which is like a weird problem at the start of the book. Oh, don't then, like
0: that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't, re- I don't remember this from the plot summary okay but there's like these magic tokens and an evil wizard and what happens is the young boy needs to shrink himself down to go on a quest to defeat the evil wizard who can turn people into lead with his magic necklace etc basically we've got a young boy so it's like
0: honey i shrunk the kids magic castle edition
1: but but no because when he shrinks down he is in the fantasy world.
0: Oh, so he can't see above him.
1: Yeah. Time time stops for the rest of the world while he's shrunk down. He when he shrinks down to the castle, he is in fantasy world. There's like a magic forest and like there's like no there's no like border that like he can't go into the backyard. He's just mm-hmm. in the fantasy world. Shrinking is like barely relevant. Okay. So, I mean, really what you got is Boy inherits Magic Castle. Uh-huh. He shrinks and then goes on a fantasy adventure. That's all you got to do.
0: Cool. All right. So.
1: And so I think for part of the challenge is let's set this in 2022. 2022. Okay. So that, like, you know, we have at least a challenge for, like, why this is relevant to today. Like, what's the hook?
0: Yeah. So I'm thinking we have a single parent only child kind of situation, maybe recently divorced. And they're moving into a grandparent's house because of the separation. They, like, need to move in there. And as they're, like, cleaning things out, maybe the grandparent just passed and they're, like, kind of living there. The grandparent is ill, so they're not, like, super involved, but they're, like, available for maybe, like, a wise word or something like that. And the young boy like, stumbles across the attic. The mom's like, go clean, whatever. And he, like, stumbles across the attic entrance and, like, it's kind of enticed in and comes across this castle and he's like, well, this seems lame. Like, (laughs) I want to go play basketball with my friends, but they've moved and he doesn't have friends. But he, like, tells his grandfather about, like, oh, I just came across this weird castle thing. And he's like, oh, that castle always brought me great memories and great stories and like the grandfather like has a moment to relish in it and so he's like is there
1: like a twinkle in the grandfather's eye like it's a magical castle all right yeah yeah
0: (laughs) and so he goes back up there and he's like i'm not gonna go full jumanji but i am gonna take a little hint out of jumanji's um book and maybe he like reads something on the castle like there's like something on the on the baseboard and that's the magic spell that shrinks him and he figures like he shrinks down and almost lying in the witch in the wardrobe be like the first person he encounters is one of his grandfather's old friends and he's like i didn't think i'd see you again and he's like who are you talking about and then he realizes that he thinks he's his grandfather and there's like comments about like why do your clothes look weird and he freaks out so much he like says the spell again and he pops back out and then he starts okay. facing, like, a bully at school. And so so the next day, like, he goes to school for the first time, faces the bully, and just gets really upset. So he, like, needs to pretend to get away from, like, pretend that it didn't happen. Like, he hides it from his parents. And he's very intrigued by this board. So he goes back and shrinks in. And through going on the quest, like, maybe in the time his grandfather has been there... The evil wizard has taken over the land and he has to help free the magical creatures back to the like the magic woods and whatever and restore is, peace to the land.
1: Is like the grandfather's health like related to the health of the castle kingdom? Oh, I don't or is think, it like I don't or think, or is it so. like the other way around where like. The people in the castle kingdom are, like, played by the same actors as the people in the boy's life.
0: Oh, I'd like that, I think. Except the evil wizard maybe is, like, a mean teacher or a principal or yeah. something.
1: The Like, the old king is played by the same actor as the grandfather.
0: Yeah. And the and... mother is, like, a fairy that helps him along the way.
1: Okay. I like giving it the broad implications of the real world and not just, like, there's a thing going on in the castle and that's, like, the only conflict.
0: Yeah, it's like not it's not a distraction, it's a teaching method. Like yeah. like they're lear- he's learning in this fantasy world how to deal with his real life problems in like a broader context. He's like learning the life lesson without the exact situation.
1: And so does it like go back and forth several times or is I it just kind of one or two times?
0: I think he only goes back and forth one or two times. Maybe they blow their budget on the transformation sequence, so <laughs> um and we're talking about a decom here, so it's not like it's Wrinkle in Time or something. And so he's like there for a while, and because time stops when he's down in the castle, or time moves slower, that he like when he completes the quest, he like befriends a bunch of people along the way, and he's very confused at first because like they people look familiar, and maybe his absent parent. Oh,
1: yeah, like, there's, like, the knight that's in the castle that's, like, playing the role of his father figure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So he's he's reckoning his emotions on top of the social situation, his new social situations, and uh, it ultimately, like, he garners enough courage to defeat the wizard, and then he, like, zaps back out and, like, is like, oh, I can talk to this adult helper, and this person and like i have allies that i maybe didn't see as allies before but putting them in a fantasy context he recognizes his allies and like shares it with his grandfather and they now both have the same twinkle
1: yeah something interesting because like most of the characters in the castle are played by an actor that we've seen before in real life but maybe there's one character in the castle that we haven't seen before and so like the end of the movie is like he goes out and he meets like the new science teacher or like the, the librarian camp counselor,
0: yeah or the like, camp
1: counselor. And that's like the same guy who's played the night before. Mm-hmm. And you're like, Oh, okay, I see it now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like he goes to the YMCA and meets the counselor there. And it's like, Oh my gosh, you're my ally.
1: Yeah. I like it. It's a little bit page mastery.
0: It is a little page mastery. It's also a little <laughs> *Lie in the Witch in the Wardrobe*y, and, and but these
1: but these things are all one and the same. They're all so. one and the same. Like the like the line in the song.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's all one <laughs> and the same. I'm watching a Mystery Science Theater 3000 episode right now, one of the new ones, and the movie I'm describing it's called *Wizards of the Lost Kingdom*, and I'm like, wow, this sounds a little bit like that too. So even bad fantasy movies are one and the same.
1: Yeah, I'd be curious to, like, go back and check out Castle in the Attic to, like, mm-hmm. to figure out, like, the specific lore
0: mm-hmm. and, like, the... Because it was, like, a series. There were a ton of them, if I remember.
1: I think I think The Indian in the Cupboard has lots of sequels. I don't know if Castle in the Attic does.
0: Uh, well, yeah, no, Indian in the Cupboard definitely does. I mean, uh... Did, did you look up to see if there were, had ever been an adaptation of Castle in the Attic?
1: I don't think so. The The Castle in the Attic Wikipedia article is rather short. It's just got the plot summary and then educational uses. Oh, wow. I don't see anything. Oh, there's it says followed by the battle for the castle, but the battle for the castle doesn't even have a Wikipedia entry. Seems like this book's kind of been lost to time.
0: Yeah, it's only two books. Okay, I do remember, I was like, I remember there being a sequel, though. So apparently, there was a Castle in the Attic proposal for a movie coming out in the 2020s, but unclear to whether or not that will actually happen.
1: It kind of would just fit as a decom, and it, and it probably would have fit better if it came out in the, the 80s, 90s. 90s, or early 2000s. Yeah,
0: it it, it screams 90s. movie to some respect yeah but i don't know if that's just my Andy in the cupboard movie playing games with my brain
1: but yeah like you get macaulay culkin or whatever other page master type kid to be in it yeah it it adds up it all adds up
0: yeah so all right
1: well that was something
0: yeah so that was castle in the attic and minute 64 of high school musical 2
1: we're gonna have plenty more fun and games (laughs) next time
0: oh yeah For now, people can find us on the Twitter at Amateur Nerds.
1: Or me personally, at Tyler Booty, T-Y-L-E-R-B-O-U-D-Y.
0: You can send us an email to AmateurNerdsPresent at gmail.com.
1: Yeah, let us know your favorite book about a character that lives in a piece of furniture.
0: Cat in the Hat? Would that count? (laughs) Or Cat in the Hat comes back, I guess, because they come out of a (laughs) cupboard. (laughs) Special thanks to our artist, Theo Golden, at TGoldenArt on Instagram.
1: And our musician, Joe Winslow, whom you can find at JoeWinslowMusic.com.
0: I've been Condra.
1: And I've been Tyler. And we'll see you next time to find out if Chad strikes out or gets a hit. You can bet on it. Hey, that rhymed.